So this week's Torah reading, God is reminding us something very simple. Do you want to be blessed or cursed? So I'm going to take a poll. Who wants to be cursed? Raise your hand. No one? How many of you are doing things, though, to be cursed? So see, there's a difference, isn't there? You might not want to be cursed, but if you're not doing what God says, guess what? You're cursed, right? So there's a way to get God's blessings, and there's a way to get God's curses. Any Jebusites here? Canaanites? Anyites? See, they went against God's word. You know, it's amazing when you see events happening in history. Countries that go against Israel, guess what? Aren't around much anymore, are they? Remember Russia used to be real popular, strongest country, one of the strongest countries in the world? Was not a supporter of Israel. And now guess what? It ain't so big anymore, is it? You know, look at all the empires that have fallen. But Israel remains because it's part of God's plan. So not only does he tell us in this scripture how to receive God's blessing, how do we receive his blessing? It's really easy. What's it say? Obey his commands, right? So if you obey the commands, you get blessed, right? If you don't obey the commands, you get cursed. Talks about tithing here, right? That's a command, right? Some people don't realize that. And you're not receiving all of God's blessing. Most pastors preach on that. On this, if you go to it, if you heard a pastor preach, that's what they'd be talking about, right? You got to tithe more. Because reality is, you know, most people don't tithe. Does that surprise you? It's scary, and that's why most. And then those are the same people usually complaining that they're not, they don't have anything, right? Or they got too much credit card debt. But when you, when you bless God, guess what happens? You get blessed. It's real simple. You know, we've said it before. We, give the, we have a 100% money-back guarantee. If you tithe and you don't get blessed, we'll give you the money back. No problems, you know. But I guarantee if you do it, guess what? You're going to get blessed because that's how God works. It's amazing. It's a very simple program. But I'm not going to preach on that today. I want to talk about the false prophets. I want you all to go to Deuteronomy chapter 13, starting in verse 1. Whatever I command you, you must what? Take care to do. You are not to aid it, to add to it or subtract from it, right? That's a very important part. Right? You're not supposed to take from or to. And that is something that we need to realize. It says, suppose a prophet or a dreamer of dreams rises up among you and gives you a sign or wonder. How many times have we seen that in, in society? Remember in the 90s, what was the big thing? You all don't remember? It was the latest fad in, in, the, in the church scene. Holy laughter. 
Remember that? That was followed by gold flakes falling on people. What was the other thing then? What? Yeah, well, that's kind of always been. No, but there were certain. These are these were events you saw the the Vineyard Church took off. Remember? But all that's go, you don't hear that anymore, right? Why? Because if it's true, guess what happens? It stays, right? Remember when they used to, they were jumping over the pews. People would say, why aren't, we, why aren't we like that? Because we're following the true God. Right? Those churches, they, were, they got huge, and then all of a sudden, what happened? Back to nothing. See, God warns us that not everyone who's a believer will be saved in the end days. Because too many people get caught up in the supernatural, the, the wow factor. Right? I've got to have the latest and the greatest. But usually that's ends up being from the devil, isn't it? He likes to trick people, to make people think it's, it's God. We haven't had a, a sighting of the Virgin Mary in toast lately, but it's coming, right? <laughs> Although I did read on the news last week that a guy saw a picture of the lead singer for Queen. What was his name? Yeah, that was in his pork chop. It made the news. All right? You know, we get these, these, these false signs and wonders, and God warns us against it. It says, And the signs or wonders he spoke to you come true while saying, Let us follow other gods that you have not known, and let's serve them. Go on. You must not listen to the words... Of, the, of that prophet or that dreamer of dreams. For Adonai your God is testing you to find out whether you love Adonai your God with all your heart and with all your soul. So what's, what they, why are they out there? They're, they're tests, aren't they? God's seen if you're going to stay true to his word. If you saw on the news tonight, CNN reporting live that the Messiah has returned and he's over in the, in the woods somewhere. How many of y'all going to go see? Why not? It's CNN. They don't do fake news, right? Ah, there's a little joke there. Right? It has to be real. It's on the news, right? People would flock to it, right? But what do we know about our Messiah? How is he returning? In the sky, right? Breaking it. Very simple. But there would be masses that would follow because they don't realize the Word of God. They don't know what it truly says. See, if you know the Word of God and it's inside of you, then you don't have to worry about these false gods because there are going to be false prophets out there, aren't there? They're out there now. We've seen them. Some of them are on TV. I'll never forget, what's her name, uh, White, Paula White. One year, told people that they're supposed to give the, her their first month's salary for the whole month to her ministry for the uh, first fruits offering. When's first fruits? 
refresh my memory. It's in January, right? Oh, no, it's not? She thinks it is. Do you know people did that? There's a reason why she's divorced now, right? And not as big as she used to be. Because people, they get so into it, and God takes them down. Because the word of God must remain true. We can't add from it or subtract from it. What God says, he says. So you can't say, I'll keep 310 of the commandments, but there's three I just don't like. That doesn't cut it. Because it's not you to make that decision. God has given us these commandments so that we understand and can lead and follow. And he gives us protection to make sure that we're doing it God's way. He goes on to say, Adonai your God will what? Follow... Adonai your God, you will follow him with what? Fear. We need to fear the Lord. We need to be afraid of his wrath. Because if you're not afraid of it, you're not going to do it. Right? How many of you are afraid to see a police car pull behind you? Come on. Even though you're going the speed limit, there's nothing, you haven't done anything wrong, right? And that you, the moment you see a police car pull you hot behind you, what do you have? Fear. What are you fearing? That you have done something wrong, right? So imagine God right behind you all the time, ready to turn his lights on the moment you go one mile over the speed limit. That's going to make you change some things, isn't it? Oh, don't think, oh, God doesn't know what I'm doing. Yeah, he does. He knows exactly what you're doing. And so when we understand this, and he's telling us to fear him so we can serve him. <coughs> it says, his mitzvot, his deeds, right, his commandments, you will keep to his voice, you will listen. You will serve and be, and to him, you will what? Cling. We need that excitement. We need to be on fire for God. Because when we're like that, we understand what's going on. And when we see these false prophets come up, how many of you can name some over the years? Like Jim Jones, remember him? Who was the one who said that people were going to come in spaceships? I'm dating myself now, right? That was about the 70s or 80s. And they were all ready and the UFO was going to come down and take them away. How can we forget Y2K? We, people were selling off everything they had. They went up on mountaintops and white roads ready for the Lord to come back on Y2K. Because your computers were going to be wiped out. And chaos was going to be there. Am I making this stuff up? How about the book, 88 Reasons Why the Messiah Returned in 1988? Followed by the second bestseller, 89 Reasons Why He Didn't Come in 88, but Will Come in 89. Fortunately, he didn't make a 1990 book or, 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 or keep on going, right? But that's what happened. People buy the books, and they believe. Here's the number one, the only book you need to buy called the Bible. 
And you know what? You don't need a college degree to understand it. People go, you learned so much. How do you know so much? I read the Word. That's all I did. Okay, I went to school, but I went to school and read the Word. That's what we did. You can learn it just as well as I can. How many of you can read? Raise your hand. Some of the high school students aren't raising their hand. I'm a little concerned, right? If you can read, you can get knowledge. And you can fight off the devil. Remember when Yeshua was, had the temptations? Right? The devil tried to tempt Yeshua, right? Takes him out in the wilderness after he was fasting for 40 days. And he makes promise after promise after promise to him. He gave him the world. Of course, the devil, I wanted to tell the devil, he already had it, but he tried to give it to him anyway, right? The devil would try to sell you the Brooklyn Bridge. Some of you would buy it. Right? He tried to do it, but what did Yeshua, every time, what was Yeshua's response? The Scripture. The New Testament, right? No. There was no New Testament. He gave him the Word of God. He gave him the Torah. When the devil goes against you, guess what you have to give him? The Scripture, the Torah. He can't deal with it. Here's the problem. He knows it better than you do. Because he's read it. He's had a long time to read it. He's been a key character in it. But here's what we know about the devil. If you haven't read the last page yet, I mean, it's a spoiler alert. He loses. Right? God wins. So we need to be careful. Make sure we don't follow false prophets. Go on to verse 6. That prophet or dreamer or dreams must be put to what? Death. What do we do when we have false prophets around us? You got to get rid of them, right? You don't want them to spread the, the false words. God puts them to death, right? Goes on to say, where did I go there? For he has spoken falsehoods against Adonai your God who brought you out from the land of Egypt and redeemed you from the what? House of what? Slavery. What's the slavery that we were in? Of sin, right? We were a slave to the devil. That's how you have to look at it. Because when you were his slave, he had control over you. But God set us free. And it was no cost. All we had to do, he said, trust in me. And let my Rukhakodesh, my Holy Spirit, enter you. Be inside of you. To guide you. Because where did he put his new, renewed covenant? In our hearts. He gave us the word and it's living inside of us now. To be able to listen to understand. He goes on to say, To enhance you from the way Adonai your God commanded you to walk. So that you will what? Purge the evil from your midst. Man, if you're in a place and there's evil, you either need to get them straight or get out of there. It's that simple. 
Because if not, guess what happens? It will take over, right? If you're in a place working with a whole bunch of unbelievers, you know what? They can get saved, but man, if they're, dry, if they're tempting you too much, you need to get out of there. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. We must remember those words to keep us strong. You know, God tells us, no weapon formed against us shall prosper, says the Lord. We can stand up against the devil. He will not beat you. All you need to do is do what Yeshua did. Quote him the word. And when you do that, guess what? He's going to flee. Because he knows the truth. He just doesn't want to be set free. But it's the truth that set us free from slavery. And has brought us into his kingdom. Whoop, bring it back up. Suppose your brother or mother, son, or your son or daughter, or the wife of your bosom, or, the, or your best friend of your own soul misleads you secretly saying, let's go and serve other gods that you and your father have not known. From among, the, from among the gods of the peoples around you, near you or far from you, from one end of the earth to the other. You are not to give in or listen to him. Your eye is not to pity him, and you are not to spare or conceal him. Instead, you must surely put him to death. Your hand, your hand should be the first against him, to put him to death, and afterwards the hand of all the people. Now, I'm not telling you go out and kill somebody. Right? But what do we need to do? And how many, now, when I'm talking about false gods, what are we talking about? Man, there'll be people that will try to lead you astray in many different ways, right? And those are the ones you need to stay away from. You know, they'll try to get you to go to that psychic to have your future told. Here's your future. When you die and you believe in Yeshua, you will live eternally in heaven. Amen. Amen. Everything else doesn't really matter. Right? You will have riches in heaven. I can promise you. That'll be $5. I don't have to read your fortune to know what God promises. We don't need soothsayers and others that will lead you astray. Amen. Don't jump on the nearest wow church, right? That's doing the, the, the neatest and great, you know, next best thing. Not one of them are still doing, going up today. God's spirit is the same yesterday, today, and forever. It doesn't change, does it? So be careful. Don't worship the pastor or rabbi. Don't put him on a pedestal. We've had some big pastors taken down here recently, the past few years. Mega churches gone. Why? Because they weren't preaching the word of God. You got to watch those. I call them name it, claim it, poop it, and scoop it. 
That's why I call I, I mean, they make up these things. That's not how God wants it to be. Now, will God bless you if you do what he says? Absolutely. We just read that, right? But that's not why we do what God tells us to do. We, we do what he asks us to do because he's our father. And we love him and we want to show him our love so we obey the commandments. It's that simple. That's why you do it. Give the Lord a hand. It's not to get the Mercedes Benz or the new, latest and greatest thing. But guess what? When we do what God tells us to do, he will bless us. And it's not just finances. God blesses us in so many ways. With our health and our family. That's what's important. So don't get caught up on the latest fads. But stick to the word of God. And I encourage you, read the word daily. If you're not doing it already. Every time I read the word, something new pops out. That's what the amazing thing about God's word is. It truly is alive. If you, I, I can sit here and read this scripture next year, and God's going to give me something else. It's just amazing. It makes my job easy, I'm telling you. Because all I have to do is be the messenger. I don't have to create the message. God's already given to us right here. And that's what we need to do. So I want to encourage you. Obey his commandments. But they're not tough, are they? You know, this scripture talks about pigs in particular. You can give up pork and ham, I promise you. Especially as a picture of a guy from Queen in it. I would not eat that piece of ham. You know, that would do it right there. Done. Right? We need to be careful. Every one of the diets that you see that come out, all the ones that truly work, guess what? They're all kosher. They follow God's word. Why? Because it works. It's that simple. The answers are all here. All you need to do is read the word. I want to encourage you. We're coming towards the end of the year. Right? Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur are right around the corner. Can you believe that? It just felt like a couple months ago we were doing Passover. Oh, it was a couple months ago. I like how God spreads out the feast just enough. We are looking for bamboo. If you have bamboo, please let us know. We need to get to, we're going to need some for the sukkah, right? But that's what it's all about. Obey his words. Don't get caught up by the false prophets. I want everyone to bow your head and close your eyes. I want to ask you right now, are you ready to serve the true prophet, the true King of King and Lord of Lords? Our Messiah Yeshua, God in the flesh, who came down on earth to experience what we experienced. He kept all the commandments. And he showed us his love by not only dying on the altar, but being raised from the dead 
And he sits now at the right hand of God interceding for us. And he gave us his spirit, his Ruach HaKodesh, to dwell inside of us. And if you want that today, it's a free gift from God. Doesn't cost anything. Everything God does is free. But all you have to do is say yes to him. If you're watching online, wherever you are around the world, you can contact us and we will pray with you the prayer that we're of salvation. You see the information on your screen now. But if you're here right now in the congregation with every eye closed, every head bowed, and you're ready to say yes to him, all you need to do is raise your hand and we'll say a simple prayer with you in support. Is there anyone? Anyone at all? And now the Father, as we come before you right now, Lord, let us continue to receive your blessings. Lord, let us continue to read your word and that you may give us your insights so that we don't get pulled away by the false prophets. And Lord, let us be able to show the world the true and living God in your Son, Yeshua. And we ask this in his name. And everyone said, Amen. I'm going to give the Lord a hand. Amen.